The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, there's a lull in football. Not very much. There is rumbling under the pot, though. You know that's happening. The water's almost boiling. Free agency is right around the corner, and things have got to happen very soon. And we'll talk about what's going on here on show 228. Today's stories will be, what? A new stadium? That's right. There's talk of a new stadium here in the Northern California area for the Oakland Raiders. I'm excited about it. I'd love to talk about it, and I will. Time to cut bait. That's right. Time to cut bait with some of those wonderful players we all know and love, like Quaim Harris. Yes, how many times did you cheer his name throughout the season? Yeah. We'll hit on that, too, and the bone line, and maybe a couple of things more here on this show today. What? A new stadium? Where the hell did that come from? (laughs) That's right. There's talk of a new stadium in Oakland. Well, it's just talk, really, because there's no possible way we could pay for it. And certainly the people of Alameda are sick and tired of paying for the last remodel of the Oakland Coliseum. However, with all this talk of the Raiders possibly moving the Los Angeles actually to the city of industry, the possibilities are flying. And the NFL commissioner, Goodell, that's right, came out and said that he would love to see a joint venture between the 49ers and the Raiders on a stadium project. Now, currently, the 49ers have a stadium project in Santa Clara. Yee! Nobody wants to go to Santa Clara unless you live in Santa Clara, where most Raider fans would have to travel quite a ways further. Plus, it's expensive. Plus, plus, plus. It's just not a good place for the Oakland Raiders. However, the possibility might happen because Al Davis said he would much rather have a stadium in Oakland. Now, we've always thought, at least people around me have always thought, that the Oakland Coliseum could use a remodel on the other half, actually, to improve a lot of situations in the structure, the vendors, and the the access to bathrooms, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just an overall better experience. Not that it's bad. It's very penitentiary-like, and I love it that way. (laughs) It's great, man. I love it. The rival fans could have kind of freaked out seeing the Coliseum. The concrete jungle. I just love it. And I would hate to see us leave for some fluffy stadium covered in gold and red. Yeah. But the thing is, Al Davis is pretty smart when it comes to this kind of thing. He's using a lot of leverage here as far as his contract being over with the Alameda County Coliseum Authority. That is definitely a possibility. He's rattling the swords right now of moving or doing something. But Al doesn't just pop off here for no reason. Personally, I think that he's trying to get the 49ers to rebuild the Coliseum on its present location, which would be a tremendous boom to Oakland. I would love to see that happen. It would be great to see the 49er faithful have to come to the original Oakland Mecca for the Oakland Raiders. I'd love it. Now, there's a lot of people that would disagree with me, but I think the venture would be most profitable for both teams. We have an NFC and an AFC team together in one stadium. It works out in other locations, the Giants, the Jets. You know, So you have to look at the possibilities of saving some money and doing it the right way. Great new stadium right where our original house is is right now. I would love to see that happen. Stay tuned because this has not changed. Uh, As far as the Raiders moving to LA, who knows? The City of Industry deal is not something that's coming up right now, but there's been a lot of talk and that's about it. No money. You know, with talk is cheap, partner, and that's the way that is. I would love to see Al Davis pull a final coup at age 79 and make the 49ers have to suck his ass to put a stadium in Oakland. I love it! (laughs) 
Good news from Oakland. All right, man, it is time to cut the fat or cut bait or you name it because the free agency is right around the corner on February 27th. Classically, the Raiders have been very slow in the free agent market. They're very slow to release players, and they're very slow to attach themselves to decent players that have been released. There's key people out there right now. There's defensive uh, linemen there at the Broncos, and let me get his name here. But I'll talk about him in just a minute. That is available. There's a lot of people that will be available. Many, many teams are at the cap space right now. Raiders currently have $4 million under the cap, which is not very much room. But Kwame Harris has got to go. They might be looking for a deal to trade Huff or just cut his ass altogether. But he's got to go, too, for the money we're talking. Those are just the two top names I can think of at the moment. And you got to think about this. Osamoa is going to want a deal. The franchise tag is going to cost us 12 million bonies right now. Maybe even more. Maybe a little even more than 12 million. But I think at the minimum of 12 million. And I don't know if they're going to keep Shane Leckler. It's only going to cost us about two and a half million to keep him. But he might not want to stay. Whatever. If he wants to go, we can find a punter. But we're not going to find a shutdown corner. Speaking of cutting the fat, Javon Walker would be a great cut for us. I'd love to see his ass on the street, actually on the streets of Vegas with a big pop knot on his fucking head like he deserved in the first place, Mr. Champagne Walker. But it looks like we're stuck with his goat smelling ass because of his contract. He was injured during the season. His contract is pretty lock solid and looks like we're stuck with his ass and we're going to probably have to kiss it to make him play. I hope there's something in his contract that says if he's an asshole that we can cut him because that's exactly what he was last season. We don't need another prima donna. And as a matter of fact, we don't even need his goat smelling ass. As far as players go, we got Johnny Lee Higgins and Chaz Schillens who promised us another great season at the end of the season last year. They gave us promises in their playing and their ability to catch the ball and make yards after the catch. They were both excellent. Drew Carter, before he got a torn ACL, was very promising. He looked like a good guy to go to. And Jamarcus and him have already structured a little relationship in the air, if you know what I mean. So I just don't think that that is a possibility. I don't think that our wide receivers, and let me just go into this right now. People have been talking about wide receivers, wide receivers. We don't need wide receivers. We have great wide receivers, young wide receivers. We have a young team, people. We don't need to go out there and spend a whole lot of money on wide receivers because we got bigger needs than that. We have these wide receivers right here. This core of three, because I know Curry's on the way out, this core of three is definitely going to be our core guys, and I think they can do the job. I think they could do a hell of a job. Now, we might be able to pick up somebody in free agency later down the road, whatever. But I don't think wide receiver is something we should spend the millions of dollars we already spend to this asshole. Oh, my God. Jovan, I got a pot knob on my head. Walker, that was a waste. But we gotta, we're got we stuck with him, and I knew that last year, man. I was just fearful, and sure enough, when he got hurt, I knew it was over. Mario Henderson came in huge the last two games of the season, and I think with some good practice and a great offseason program, a good camp, he could, he could come in and be definitely a dominant force. Like I said, the paper bag Kwame Harris, Kwame Harris is toast. I hope to see him gone soon. Now, we do need help on the offensive line, and I think more than any other position in the doggone team. Argue with me if you like. I will give you my reasons right now. The reasons that we need offensive line help is our offense needs to stay on the field longer so that our defense doesn't have to live out there and plant a mailbox on the 50-yard line. 
I think our defense was a good team last year, and it will just be improved this year, with which are what I think is another necessary acquisition, which would be a big-time linebacker, a middle linebacker, someone huge. Not Ray Lewis. Could be, but not Ray Lewis. There's some people in the draft that look pretty good. Maliuga is one of them, and I think that would be an excellent pickup for the Oakland Raiders right there. You say offensive line in the draft? Possibly. We might have to force forego that. But I'll tell you what, the free agency this year is going to be very good. There's a lot of good teams that have to cut a lot of good people. A lot of linemen want a big contract. And if we can free up some cap room, the Oakland Raiders should pick up some offensive line help for show. Because without the offense being on the field, you know, for two seconds and the defense having to fly in there and live out there, it's going to make a huge difference in our game, a huge difference in our defense. You know what? I'm telling you right now, we need an offensive line help. We need to keep our offense on the field, making points, going down the field. That's our deal. Our defense, we could definitely use some help stopping the run, but I just don't think that all our money got to go to wide receiver and defense. We definitely need to put that offensive line in order this year. This is a critical year for Jermarcus Russell, man. He has to have a good season this year. He has to show some promise this year. He showed brilliance at the end of last season. And if we can continue to foster that, to to give him the confidence that he deserves and the ability of the time that he deserves to get the ball out, man, we got one hell of an offense coming up. I'm going to tell you, I feel good about this season. Yep, I'm there. I'm at that point, folks. You heard it here. I feel good about this season. I feel good that if we have some good acquisitions, it's the time. I know I'm putting a lot of hope in three guys, Al Davis, Amy Trask, and Tom Campbell, because between those three, those are the guys that are controlling all the numbers. There's not very much front office help for Al Davis at age 79. This scares me a great deal, but I can't freak out about something I have no control over. That is a situation that will handle itself, I pray. The only thing that I'm concerned about is we're going to spend money, good money after bad, trying to find some wide receiver, some hero, somebody out there that's going to cost a whole lot of money. We don't have the money, first of all. And second, we're stuck with Jofan Popnot on my head, Walker. Ugh, what a geek. We can only hope that he rises to the occasion and plays well. My hope here is that with this idiot under contract, when Chaz Schillens and Drew Carter start catching some passes out there and Johnny Lee Higgin making touchdowns, that'll shame his goat-smelling ass into playing better. That's all I can hope, and I think that that should be all of our hope during this time of the year. So the Raiders are sharpening their pencils. You know, Al Davis has got to figure out talent, versus value, what a player's value is monetarily versus his talent of last season, what we can do. But as you all know, Raider Nation, there is no sense in, in Alameda. So we can all speculate. But really, when it comes down to it, we start seeing some moves happen here. I know there's one thing we can all be guaranteed is that we will be very surprised. <laughs> Let's hope in a good way. That's what I'm hoping. And that's all I have to say about that. Let's hit the bone line, folks. I'm tired of hearing me. Fire to the bone. Well, let's see who we got on the line. We have first callers, a longtime listener, and he calls them when necessary, and he feels it's necessary today. Raider Damien from Plaza County. 
Randy, Greg, how's it hanging, boys? It's Damien from up in Placer County. That's right, Raider Damien. I have not checked in since the beginning of last year's bullshit season, but I definitely wanted to call in now because a couple things I wanted to throw out there. Um, just sitting here reading the news. It looks like Cable got the job. I think that's what we all expected. But the boy got there on TV and started talking about playoffs and stuff like that. And I'm going to hold this motherfucker accountable to it, okay? If we don't get to the playoffs, then we're going to have that discussion then about season tickets and merchandise and all that other stuff. So Cable was the one that fired that shot across the bow. And I, and I hope that everybody else in the Raider Nation holds him accountable to the playoffs. And the playoffs mean something like, what, 9-7, and 10-6? Okay, so that's a tall order. But we'll see what uh, basic cable can do. Uh, other thing I wanted to talk about real quick was, God, please, I hope they sign Nomdi. I understand Shane's going to probably be gone, but God, they really need to sign Nomdi because he is, in my opinion, the anchor of our defense. And not only that, he's the best player in uh, you know in the uh, entire league as far as cornerbacks go. And this last weekend, while I was walking around Vegas for the Super Bowl, I was wearing my Nomdi jersey and having people give me dirty looks. But you know what? They were giving me dirty looks because I'm part of the Raider Nation. So um, please get Nomdi signed. Last thing I wanted to throw out there was uh, it's like Wednesday right now and the Pro Bowl's coming up. And I think we need to have a Raider Nation podcast Pro Bowl. And you know who I'm going to select for the Raider Nation podcast Pro Bowl? I got two guys. Number one, Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. That boy can throw it down every time he calls in. It's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, and he has always got something to say that's valid. So he's my Pro Bowl selection, along with none other than Mr. Keith, the Crusader Raider. I drive to every damn Raider game. You know, and I come from up here in Placer County. It's about two hours to Oaktown, but I have never gone 5,000 miles to go to a Raider game. So, Keith, you are definitely getting my Raider Nation podcast Pro Bowl selection here for this last 2008 season. Keep it hanging, boys. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Well, you know what? All those coaches, every time there's a new coach for the Raiders, 14 times, you've heard the same thing 14 times. We will be the best. We will do this. We will do that. Yes, he did go a little further out on the tree there, on the branch, on the dead limb, saying that we were going to go to the playoffs next season. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. But you know what? We could go to the playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I'm going to say that, too. We have a good team, and we have a good core. You know, I don't know if the management's going to hold up their end, but I know they've got some good players on this team. And I think we can do it. But I would hold his ass to the fire, too, myself. And as far as the Pro Bowl for the Raider Nation podcast, man, I can't, you know, I love the Archangel, and Keith is my brother. And you better believe both those guys are stars. You're a star. I love all you guys, man. Everybody contributes, everyone on the forum. I mean, I love Keith. I love Dave. I love Richard. I love Lou Dog. I love Raider Frank. I love Raider Mike. I could go on and on and on because every one of you guys makes this show. All of you guys. And it's this uniqueness of everyone's perspective and everyone's little difference that makes it the best, man. I love listening to this thing. Not for me, for you guys. You make it happen, and you're all pro bowlers to me, and that ain't no bullshit. That's for sure. <laughs> so, anyways, 5,000 miles is a hell of a long way. I tell you, Raider Keith is the man. Uh, but we had some people from Australia out there, too, so there's a lot of people that make that trip. Uh, Keith and Dave and Richard happen to be the first guys who made it to my tailgate when we started this show. And I got a special place in my heart for those guys for show. But need I say more? No. Let's get on to another caller. Who's on the line now? We have the young Raider. Come on in and talk to me, brother. Tom Cable? That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Take it. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Young Raider, and it looks like we got our guy. looks like it's going to be Tom Cable. I'm not overly excited, but 
I do think he was the best candidate of, I guess, the minimal candidates that uh, Al Davis interviewed. <clears throat> so was he the best guy for the Raiders? You know, that's debatable. But it's evident that he was the best guy for Al Davis. Uh, he was loyal. He grew up loving this team. Unlike Kiffin, he had pride in the history of the Raiders. And unlike Shell, he can probably make football relevant to today's players. So as far as Shell and Kiffin goes, seems like Cable has an upgrade on them. But, you know, Al Davis got what he wanted. He wanted the spotlight. We all knew it was going to be Cable that was going to get this job, so we're not surprised. And uh, as far as the assistant coaches go and how that went, now I ain't going to call nobody a liar. I ain't going to say that Tom Cable didn't hire these guys. But it seems a little fishy. Uh, Al Davis's explanation seemed a little questionable. But, you know, I'll, I'll go with it for now. I, I, I'll agree. Tom Cable chose these guys. I'm not going to call nobody a liar, so I'm going to agree with what I heard on TV. Uh, that being said, if Cable did hire these guys, you've got to give them some kudos because I'm not saying they're the best, you know, assistant coaches, but you did get some coaches to actually come to the Raiders. So that's an accomplishment. You did uh, get these coaches to hire and stick with us, even though it wasn't a lock that you were going to be the head coach. So that, too, you got to give them props for that. And uh, I'll say this much about Cable. He is definitely a good talker because I did feel a little bit motivated when he, he was talking to us as the Raider Nation, letting us know that, okay, We've been messing up, but it's time for us to get our act together, so y'all need to be there on Sunday. I was feeling him when he was saying all that. So he's a way more convincing talker than Kiffin or Shell ever have been. So i got to give him props for that. I, I like what I hear. And uh, as much as I like what I hear, I just can't let myself go there as far as, yeah, I'm behind this guy 100%, blah, 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 which I am behind him. It's just... You know, we've had so many disappointing seasons, I can't really let myself go there. But uh, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to pull for him with all my heart and see if we can get this turned around. But uh, my only question as far as the assistant coaches goes is, why are these guys so old? Like, I mean, Al Davis, he loves youth, and we don't really have any young assistant coaches. And I'm glad he got some seasoned veterans just because, you know, he is a first-time head coach and, you know, he needs some coordinators that's going to help him out. But we don't got any young guys. These are all kind of, you know, 1960s and 70s kind of guys, guys who's when they were in their prime, you know, football has advanced since then. And we all know Al Davis loves youth, so what happens when the offense and defensive coordinators or quarterbacks coach or whatever, what happens when all those guys get too old to coach? We don't have any young guys on the inside that we can upgrade. So the jury is still out on that. But, you know, I like Cable as our guy, and let's see if we can get this turned around. All right, talk to me, Raider Nation. Talk to me. Well, you know, every coach has a fanfare, and I, I always get into it, too. I always get into the fact, you know, maybe Tom Cable does love the Raiders, and maybe that's the truth. And But you know what? As far as hiring these coaches, I don't think so. I don't think so for one reason. They are older than him. They all have a philosophy from Al Davis's heyday. Uh, that's, the, that's the common thread here. I don't have a whole lot of hope, really, <laughs> for these coaches – you never know. Maybe the chemistry is going to be right. But, you know, Ted Tolner's actually career as an offensive coordinator is not the best. In 89, he was ranked 23rd. In 90, 17th. 91, 21st. In 2004, he was ranked 30th in offense. He played. He was for San Francisco. And in 2005, 28th in offense in Detroit. I just don't have a lot of confidence <clears throat> just because his record from 1989 to 2005 is all very subpar. So I'll just say that about him and his record speaks for itself. I'm not slamming the guy. I hope he does great here. I hope he changes that thing. Unless I look at the defensive coordinator, John Marshall. 1999 for Carolina, 
ranked 26th. In 2000, he was at Carolina and ranked 27th in defense. Again, in 2001, he was 31st in defense. Now, in 2005, he didn't play as a D. He wasn't the defensive coordinator for the whole season, just for three games. So let's not count that one, even though it was the best defense he's ever had. In 2006, he was 19th. 2007, he was 15th. And 2008, he was 30th in defense, all with the Seattle Seahawks those last three. Those are the facts. That clarifies my position as far as hiring coaches with winning percentages from winning organizations. This shows me nothing as a body of work, as a fan, but I cannot dive into it and get involved with it because I'll just get pissed and depressed. I just see what the possibilities are, and if I was a betting man, well, you know what I'd say. Thanks for the phone call, my brother. And your phone call is very valuable. Keep them coming. Who's next on the bone line? Let's hear it. We have Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Greg? This is TJ, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Raider, formerly of California, out here in Texas, representing the silver and black. Can't wait for that Houston Texan game later on this year in 2009 because the Texan Raider fans will be in full swing, baby. At my job, we've got 15 people from California. 14 of them are voting for the right team. That's the Oakland Raiders. We got one sorry ass Charger fan there. But uh, talking about the Tom Cable hire, I'm really, really happy with the Tom Cable hire. I think that it will bring continuity, and the guy is a beast in terms of. Uh, his offensive line skills. I want to kick it over to the draft for one second, Raider Greg. I honestly believe we need to go defense, but not defensive back. I'm thinking big Ray Maluga. Shift Morrison over to the outside. We got Thomas on the weak side, put Morrison on the strong side over there, and Maluga patrolling the middle, putting the pain back in the Raider Nation. Talk to you later, Raider Greg. This is TJ, a.k.a. Obi-Wan Raider from Houston, Texas. Out. Right on, my brother. Right on, my brother. 14 Raider fans and that Charger punk. Yeah, well, you could just shake your rings at that guy because he ain't got no bling. You know what I'm saying? Great, man. The Texans have been our nemesis, and we got we to gotta put it on them for a long time to shut them down talking about beating the Oakland Raiders because those days are over, man. I hope we come down there and kick some ass. Tom Cable is the guy. What are you going to do? He's our coach. Let's go behind him. Let's be behind him. Let's move behind him and move on to a better time, a better season, and a better record for damn sure. Thanks for the phone call, brother. Always welcome. Okay, who's on the line now? We have Raul Oliveros. This guy's a great contributor, man. Welcome back, brother. What you got to say? What's up, Raider Nation? This is the mystery candidate, Raul Olivero. That's right, Raider Nation. I was another candidate that Al Davis had in mind. So when he came up to me and Tom Cable and said, Hey, assemble your staff. Let me know what's up. Hook it up. So I went out there, and I was trying to get Parcells and my team and John Gruden and all these other coaches. But we finally got to back to the... Raider Capital, he pulled his pants down. I said, oh, hell no. And Tom Cable went to work, and he got the job. So I was the candidate Raider Nation, 34 years old, got used on the side. I was going to get the right coaches, but I wouldn't do the man. Tom Cable did. Tom Cable got the job. But on a serious note, Raider Nation, I like the man's message. Right now, you got me. I bought into the system. I'm Raider Nation, of course. I look forward to the next season. Now, if that first game turns out as fucked up as that first Monday night game that we had against the Broncos, then I know we made no progress. But keep your heads up, guys. Raul Olivero, simplify, and I'm out. (laughs) 
You are funny, man. I vote for you for GM. That'd be a great setup. I bet you'd get better coaches for sure. And well, Tom Cable, man, he he did. You know, he took care of business evidently because he's a man, and that's the way that is. And you can't say much else other than he's got the job. And you, they better not lay an egg like they did last season on the first game of the year because that was some bullshit. I'm going to tell you right now, as a fan, I ain't hanging for a whole season after that game hurt for like four games. That was a four-game hitter. Ugh, not again. Thanks for the call, brother. Who's next? We have Rada Maniac from Central Illinois, where it's got to be cold, Padna. What you got to say? Hey, Raider Greg, this is uh, Raider Maniac calling from Central Illinois. It's been a while. I just wanted to give my two cents on the hiring and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not too disappointed with the hiring of Cable because uh, there's going to be no other viable coach in the first place, so we all know that. I'm just concerned about the rest of the staff. That's what I'm concerned about. You know, I don't know much about these guys. And uh, I've heard that we was going to go to the 3-4 defense again. Well, that never worked before, and I really don't think it'll work again. Because we just, I just don't see the talent for that. And uh, as far as free agency, we do need to address both lines in free agency and not do it through the draft. I mean, maybe later on in the draft we can get a lineman here or there. But the time is now for the Raiders. I mean, shit, uh, time's running out. These Some of these players, the contracts are running, running, going to run out here shortly, like Morrison and Howard. Awesome while I feel uh, they're probably going to do the same thing they did with Woodson, keep franchising him, and then finally let him go. Because I just don't see him giving him a long-term deal. If they were going to, I think they would already did it. So with that being said, uh, as far as the draft goes, we don't need no wide receiver with the first pick. I think we need to take uh, a cornerback. I know it might sound crazy, but with Nandi going to probably leave, and Chris Johnson's also a free agent, so we're going to have to start thinking about replacing those guys and uh, Stanford route, I, I don't see him replacing either one of them as a starter. And, uh, you know, wide receiver, we're, I think we're set at wide receiver as far as Higgins and Schillings. The guy that I'd like to see him add, he's kind of old, but uh, Amani Toomer would be a good addition for the Raiders to add because he's very, very reliable. You know, he'd be the possession receiver they've been looking for since Tim Brown and Rice left. You know, so I think that would be a good good pickup for the Raiders. You know, they've drafted wide receiver here in the last few years and, you know, a couple here and there. Why not give these guys a shot? Like, you know, Shillings. Shillings is a, very impressive to me. He he impressed me last year in the preseason, and I was wondering if he'd ever get a real shot. And he finally did at the end of the season, and he, he stepped up. And then we got Armand Shields that was on IR last year. Maybe we should give him, you know, look at him and see what the hell he's got to give. Other than that, I really ain't got much to say. I hope, you know, we have an 8-8 eight eight season would be decent for us because, you know, we're still a few players away from getting to the big dance, I guess. But if we had the right, I mean the right people, through free agency, not just some some guy that wants a lot of money and doesn't care if he plays hard or not. You know, we need to release a guy like Javon Walker. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> he he signed a huge contract, wanted to retire, got talked out of it, didn't produce much at all. So I know it'd be a real a big cap hit, but let's just go ahead and cut ties with this guy and move on. And then maybe we could add, you know, maybe like a guy like Hushmanzada to the mix also. But we really do need to address our lines and get that done. Go Raiders! Well, man, I got to agree with you. Cable's probably the best choice uh, 
for the job. And since you you recorded this, of course, we did sign Chris Johnson, and Nambi looks like he's going to get the franchise tag again. Like you said, let's just like happened to Woodson. And look, Woodson's still playing for Green Bay. He's happy over there. I don't know why we couldn't give Nambi a, a contract, man. The guy's quality, 100%. You're also right with Morrison and Howard. Their contracts are coming up next season. And time is short for the Raiders. I tell you right now, they got to put it out there right now. And I'm I'm not I'm not sure about defense. I th- still think offensive line is our top priority. And I do agree with you as far as wide receivers go. Uh, we don't need to add any more wide receivers as far as the draft is concerned because we got some great guys um, in the mix. Chad Schillens, of course, John Lee Higgins, and Drew Carter. Like I, I think he definitely has something going on. Amani Toomer might be a great pickup. He's older, but he's good. He's like Rice. He's true blue. He doesn't get hurt a lot, and he does catch the ball. He's very consistent. That'll Time will tell on who you're going to pick up. You know how Al is. We never know. It's always late, and it's always too much money. At least it has been for the last six seasons. I don't expect things to change because things ain't changing in the front office, buddy. You know what I'm saying. Thanks for the phone call, man. We always appreciate it, and I appreciate it immensely. Okay, who's next? We got a great guy here, Sean Dog. I love this guy. What you got to say, brother? Hey, <laughs> Greg. Sean Dog sitting in traffic, listening to the podcast. Thank you again, Greg and Randy. You guys rock, man. <laughs> just ah, the Pro Bowl it was that last little bit. You know, it was football, but it's just not the same. And real quick, hey, it's the cable guy. Listen. Good news. It's great news. It gives Mr. Davis a lot of time to figure out who's going to be the coach next year. This is awesome. This could be really good. Oh, shit, guys. What the hell are we going to do till August? Love the show. I'm glad it's still coming. We need it. We need it now. Oh, I love you guys. Go Reds! Well, Cable's not that bad. He's the best option out of the best worst options that I was afraid of. I guess that's the best way to say it. I don't like our coaching staff, but we know what we got to do. We got to do. Can't worry about it. Next year is next year, and you know you Jones are for some football. We're all Jones are for football, and the Pro Bowl that ain't no football. So thanks for the call, man. We appreciate. It. Nice to know you're still out there, Sean Dog. We'll see you next season in the parking lot. I know. Okay, who's next, partner? Raider AC, come in the house. What you got to say, my brother? Always love it. What's going on, Nation? This is Adam, a.k.a. Raider AC, calling from Portland, Oregon. It is Wednesday, the, what is it today, 10th or the 11th, but I'm hearing rumors fly about the Raiders maybe possibly getting Anquan Bolden for the first-round pick and the third. And now I'm hearing rumors that they're, that they're not that they don't want to make that trade, and uh, it m- makes me wonder why. Because I think Bolden would booster our wide receivers core, and I think it would instantly make us a contender to have a another good receiver with our good running backs and a developing quarterback. And we add a couple pieces on those lines, offensive line. I mean, that could really boost our offense, which uh, makes me wonder why they wouldn't do it, unless they're really worried about his attitude. Um, which I don't think would be a bad attitude. I think he's just a competitor. But anyways, if they're not doing this trade, it makes me wonder the direction they're going in the draft because they can't be putting their money on Crabtree, even though I really like Crabtree a lot, or the Missouri kid to be better than Bolden, who's a proven who's a proven NFLer. And uh, so it makes me wonder if they are planning on going defense, which uh, I know our biggest needs are more defensive line than anything, but uh, – I think you got to take the best defensive player in the draft, which in my opinion and what I think they're going for is maybe they are looking at Ray Maliuga at a USC, the middle linebacker. Um, not saying I, I if it was me, I'd do the Bolden trade, but uh, if they're going this route and they're going to push Morris into the outside with Howard, that's a, that's a hell of a linebacker crew, and that could bolster your team right there too. So there's my take on that and maybe trying to peek into the minds of how the Raiders are thinking. Either way, if that is their plan, I think either one's going to work. But if they pass on Bolden and go for Crabtree or one of these other guys, that doesn't make much sense to me. Just to give up another third rounder besides the first, I don't think is that big of a deal for a guy like Bolden. But either way, if that's their thinking, so be it. Uh, that's my take. Nation, out. Well, 
Anquan Bolden looks like he's staying. Matter of fact, Fitzgerald's restructured his contract so they can keep him. So he ain't going nowhere. He's staying right there. And so the Raiders don't have a choice on him. But I do say we don't need a wide receiver in this draft as far as the top draft pick. I think the Matt Ray Maliuga move, uh, the guy from USC, would definitely be a better choice. Um, and, you know, as far as if we can get him, now, I always think offensive line. I've been saying that this whole show, and I'm going to tell you again. We need offensive linemen. We need someone to compliment Mario Henderson, someone to give him a break. And you know these guys get hurt all year. We need to protect our quarterback and keep our offense on the field. I can't say it enough. And that's that's about that. And thanks for the call, brother. Always like him. Good one. Okay, who's on next? We have my good brother. The Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. What you got to say, man? Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. How's it going, everybody? Well, I see we got the cable guy. I'm not surprised, and none of you should be surprised also, because think about it. Who in their right mind would like to come and coach the Oakland Raiders knowing that they don't have no control over the team whatsoever. I mean, let's be for real. When Al was making all those hirings, and that's right, Al was making all those hirings as far as the coaching staff before um, they got a head coach. Nobody wants to come in and work like that. They want to come in and bring in their own people. That way, when they bring in their own people, that means that they will have chemistry as far as getting along with each other as far as coming up with making the team great not a bunch of individuals who don't even really know each other and forced to get together to try to make this team cohesive and be a winning um, product. But like I said, shouldn't be surprised. Now, I'm a little upset about it, just like everybody else is, but it is what it is. Tom K was not a Raiders coach. Now, all we need to do is find an offensive and defensive coordinator. Uh, there are some pretty good names out there as far as getting one and all that uh, I did see that they did hire uh, some guy from the University of Washington as a line coach who has a lot of experience as far as in the college ranking as far as being a line coach. But how in the hell can he be a line coach for an NFL team? Then again, you know how the Raiders organization is. Also, um, I just saw on the um, news ticker that Jerry Porter has been released uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, my, isn't that a hurtful thing? I feel so sorry for him. Not. Uh, anyway, let's see. There was one more thing I wanted to come up with. That uh, Yeah, the draft is coming up. And, of course, everybody knows that we need a wide receiver. Uh, for long term, we should go ahead and get somebody who's out there ready to come in uh, or who are free agents right now. I mean, uh, T.J. Hushman-Zahler would be a pretty good choice. Uh Chad Johnson might still want to try to get out of there. Hey, Anquan Bowden might be a pretty good pickup also. Uh, but then again, who's to say? They'll probably go ahead and spin on, overspin on some scrub or somebody who's basically on the lower end of the totem pole as far as their career-wise. But anyway, we can only hope for the best. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Raider Nation, y'all stay positive. Be cool. I'm out. Well, you said it just like I say it. I told you that was not his coaching hires. They're all old guys. <clears throat> and by now, uh, since your phone call, we do have offensive and defensive coordinator, and it's not looking pretty. But like you said, we have to hope for the best and just hope that we can get all these knuckleheads together in a room, and who knows? Maybe we can make some strange winning soup out of these guys. That's all I can think, and that's all I can hope for because I sure as hell can't do anything about it, or I would have. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Keep them coming, my friend. Even in the offseason, you know we got things going on here. So don't be a stranger. Who's next? We have Western New York Raider. What you got to say, my brother? Hey, Raider Craig, Raider Nation. This is Western New York Raider. Hope all is well in sunny California. And please send a little bit of that sunshine up here to snowy old Buffalo. It's cold here. Anyways, I wanted to uh, comment on the what I think is a recent emergence on a split among Raider fans regarding Al Davis. It seems one half supports Al Davis and believes Al is trying to create a winning team. 
And the other half believes Al Davis is an incompetent old fool, not capable of making any decisions for the Raiders. Um, personally, I find myself in the latter camp. Uh, I, have, I no longer have faith in uh, believing Al Davis is making decisions or even fucking trying to shape the Raiders into win winners. Um, and I use the evidence of the Raiders setting a league record for the most losing seats to support this point. Anyone who knows political strategy or dabbles in history uh, will tell you that an indicator of how to determine an outcome is to look at a history of a pattern or any, any type of set pattern that leads up to the outcome. If you simply apply this to Al Davis and judge his decisions when it comes to the draft or free agency or his coaching decisions, then honestly... Let's all look at the outcomes. And that outcome, once again, is six consecutive losing seasons. And apart from the John Gruden era, we have been mediocre and at best, at best mediocre and almost failure. In the last six seasons, we have been failure. So I, I suppose some will say that Al has a great history of winning and others will say that that is history, and really, what have we has he done since 1990? Um, ultimately, as Raider fans, we can all agree to disagree about Al Davis, and um, I can guarantee the Raider Nation that on Sundays, um, I'll be sitting in front of my TV screaming my brains out, regardless of the outcome. And I guarantee you and other Raider fans sitting in the Coliseum, God bless your souls, will be screaming your asses out regardless of your split about the outcome. They want to see this Raider team. We all want to see the Raider team win. But a part we, we really have to ask ourselves this question, I mean, apart from the obvious, does Al Davis really care about our money? Does he really care about our spending of our hard-earned money on tickets or NFL licensed merchandise. And as Raider fans, it's time to ask that question. I'm out of here. Later. Well, you know, I never hide my feelings about how I feel about the organization or the decisions Al Davis has made. Uh, you can look at any show or listen to any show episode and, and hear how pissed off I get uh, when he makes these bonehead moves. Well, it's his team. And he will do with it as he pleases, and that's all we can do is observe and come together as a community, voice our opinions, our displeasure, our pleasure, focus on where the improvements should be. That's football. That's Raider football because Raider fans, I'll tell you, best fans in sports, know more about the team, know about more about the history than any other franchise. That I know for sure. As far as uh, Al Davis running the team into nothing, you know what? It's his T, and he can do with it as he wants. I hope that he does a better job. We all do. But like you said, man, on Sunday, we will be out there. Come rain, come shine, sleet, hail, whatever. The nation will be out there. We'll be rooting on our team because we are Raider Nation. And that's how we roll. And tailgates are pretty goddamn fun, too. So get your ass out here and put it in a seat, man. You should check it out, New York Raider. Make a, a trip to the Mecca at least one time, man. Make a trip out here, brother. You will not regret it. All right, who's next? We have a longtime listener and caller, Raider Dave from Washington. Hey, this is Raider Dave in Washington. With Tom Cable being named the head coach, I'll tell you, I'm not totally dissatisfied with that pick. He showed some promise last year in the last two games, and hopefully we can carry that on into the season. Maybe Paul Hackett can have a big impact on Jamarcus Russell and bring his help his progress along and make him a, a quarterback that we expect him to be. I've heard news that T.O. might be going to the Raiders, and I'll tell Al, no, we do not want that character in Oakland. Keep that guy out of there. I'm all for bringing Chad Johnson in. I can see that silver and black mohawk going on in the Coliseum next year. I think uh, with our young receivers, with Johnny Lee Higgins, 
cash shillings and the unproven commodity of Amon Shields, that would, that would probably be a pretty good influence on them on how to play the game. And Chad, yeah, he talks a lot, but he backs it up on the field, too. The guy's a great player, and I wouldn't mind seeing him in Oakland. As far as the draft, I'll tell you, I'm glad Taylor Mays decided to stay in school. I did not want to see another fast defensive back drafted by the Raiders in the first round of the draft. And the draft, I think, will depend on who we pick up in free agency. And it's kind of hard to say who we're going after until free agency has started and we see who's coming to Oakland. That's about all I've got for right now. Two? We don't want two here. Two would be a cancer in the locker room. We don't need two along with Jovan Potnot on our head, Walker, that's for sure. Those two guys would be enough to cause any team to wither up and die in training camp. No, no, we don't need two to get on over here, and we don't need any real high-priced, overpaid wide receiver because we got stuck with Walker, and he's our big, you know, supposed veteran, and we hopefully can make him come out of a closet, if you know what I'm saying, and make him work harder. And that's it. You know, free agency in the draft. Uh, I'm glad that uh, we don't have that guy, that defensive back from USC, available in the mix either. Uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, but you never know, man. You never know what Al's going to do because this is Al's team and it is his decision. And you know how that goes. It is always a mystery to the Raider Nation. Well, free agency right around the corner. We got all kinds of things that could happen, may happen, might happen. Check it out. We'll stay on top of it for you guys, the Raider Nation. Try to give you a fix because I need a fix too, man. You know what I'm saying. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.